Blog Talk Radio. morning and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. You know, we live in a world currently in which the teachings of of environmental apocalypticism, child sacrifice, child murder, ritualistic cannibalism, and a host of other extraordinary beliefs dominate this culture or what remains of this culture. Violence is the mainstay of the day. People want to promote violence. They want to promote dialectical Marxism. And they want to tell you that that something is wrong with every aspect of your life so that you will live in fear. Because fear creates trauma or wounds. Fear and continual fear, malignant fear, creates an overwhelming sense of, well, what's the use? And so they want you in despair. They want you downcast. They want you crestfallen. They want you to feel hopeless. They want to create within you existential dread. They want you to believe in atheistic nihilism. They want to cut you off from all the wonderful things that God has provided for you. They want to poison the sky, the food. They want to poison your mind with movies about uh, just that promote orgiastic violence. They want to keep these things going in order to keep you distracted about what is going on with you really. Well, let me say that God has provided a different life, a wonderful life, a life of rest from the stuff within your heart and a rest from the stuff that is going on in the world. Because Paul said, why we look at the things that that are are not things, but we look at the we look at these things because they are eternal. We don't keep our focus on the things that are seen. And so I want to read to you from from the book of Luke. Luke says in Luke chapter nine. I'm going to read from Luke chapter nine. Uh, beginning at verse 23 through verse 27. These are the words of Jesus. And so Jesus said, and beginning at verse 23, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, 
But whoever, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in the glory of his Father and of the holy angels. And then in verse 27 we read, But I tell you of a truth, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the kingdom of God. So I'm going to focus on verse 23 in particular, where he said to them all, if any will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I want you to note uh, the terms that Jesus uses in these verses. Uh, they are, he uses mercantile terms, such as gain, lose, find, or forfeit, and exchange. The cross is the destiny of Jesus because it was the will of the Father. And so if we are to have real life and to know what real life is apart from human philosophies that favor the few over the many, if we want to understand what God has for us, then we will live life God's way. We will follow God. God presents us through the Lord Jesus Christ with an, a, a wonderful antithesis. God wants us to know that we can have a true and wonderful life through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as we would but follow him. And we do this how? By taking up the cross and we follow Jesus as a habit of life. But there are those who are afraid to make the commitment to follow Jesus. They don't want what this would entail. There is fear attached to what it would mean to follow the Lord. Now, what is that fear? Is it a fear of, well, I may be, I may be rejected by others? or I may, they may be dismissive of me, or I may lose something in the present that has become uh, exceedingly uh, precious to me in an inordinate manner. Well, just think about what is going on now. Look around you. These people who are involved in these violent demonstrations, do you really think that these people are happy about their lives? Do you really believe that these people have life satisfaction? When you think about all the people, both in the United States and in the United Kingdom, who have lost their lives, through these, these so-called peaceful demonstrations. What do you think about them? Their blood was spilled. Their lives were ruined by others. What do you think 
about this world? What do you think that God has for you? God has something wonderful for you. But you have to make that and take that decisive step to follow Jesus. You have to take that step to live a life that is completely dedicated to God. Now, in verse 23, where Jesus says, deny himself, these words are very important because they contain within them the very essence of what it means to have a real life. In verse 23, those words literally mean to give up oneself. To give up oneself. Now, to take up the cross means to assume the life of a condemned criminal. But then there's the added caveat which means to give up oneself. Remember what Paul wrote in Galatians 2.20. Paul says that he gave up, he writes that he gave up his life to follow Jesus. And so uh, Paul writes there for believers to understand he he want, He stated that he had what he had forfeited. He had given up his life. The word uh, that Paul, uh, that Paul uses is the word ego. And so he crucified. He states that he crucified his ego so that he could appropriately follow Christ. Why would he say that? The ego is the center of the unregenerate self. The ego can be the center of the life of a person who professes to know Jesus as well. Ego is motivated by pride, prideful action, and prideful way. The one who takes up the cross, think about this carefully, the one who has taken up the cross is no longer interested in pride and what it means. Paul wrote, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This was Paul's summary testimony. Everything about the new life we have in Christ begins with this new commitment. The ego must be crucified. The ego must be crushed. The ego must be left on the cross. And guess what happens thereafter? When the idolatrous ego has been laid aside, the individual is free to have a real life. The world builds up 
the ego. The world builds up the idolatrous ego because it is the ultimate distraction. It is the ultimate trap. And Jesus gives us a way out of the trap through crucifying the ego through, uh, and, and the flesh. This is why no human psychology, no human psychotherapy, no human counseling can rival what we have in the New Testament with regard to the life of the believer. The believer's life is not merely a destiny laid out uh, for the problems of living in this life. We are to be conformed to the image of his son. And therefore, the Bible tells us the Lord knows those who are his. He has an intimate awareness of those who know him and those who belong to him. He knows. Thought is the center of our faith. The cross is ever the center of the, the lives of real believers. This has not changed. The Bible tells us that God purchased the church through his own blood. It is only through the cross of Jesus that we have new life. It is only through the cross that you can crucify the ego which is holding you back, which holds me back, so that we can live new, uh, a brand new life. When that cross when that uh, when we crucify that ego, we crucify that flesh. The idolatry is gone. We are free to live a wonderful life, whose focus is the person of the Son of God, Jesus, laid out for us the ultimate antithesis. Do you want the violence? You want the ruin that characterizes this age and this cosmos? Or do you want to have a brand new life, a wonderful life that is fresh and ever to remain so? You may have that life through Christ Jesus our Lord. You and you alone have to make that decision through the power of the Spirit. Please read 1 Corinthians 15 about the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Please read 1 John 1 9. Come before God and tell Him that you want a brand new life through His Son, Jesus Christ.